Hey y'all, it's Tanaya and Mitchell here. Yo. And welcome back to the Hargit Halftime. So on this episode, Tanaya and I will discuss the difference between infidelity and open marriages, um, what we feel like an open marriage is versus infidelity, and how you can prevent infidelity in your relationship. So everyone may be wondering, why are we talking about this topic? What made us think of this topic? Um, If you don't know, there have been some alleged um, rumors and news in the media these past couple weeks regarding Jada Pinkett Smith, Will Smith, and their relationship. Um, Allegedly, they are in an open relationship, and Jada Pinkett Smith has had relations with August Alsina. Um, So that kind of sparked me just to kind of take a deeper dive into an open relationship or an open marriage. Um, What's the difference between an open relationship and infidelity? Um, And it just kind of sparked a conversation with Tanaya and I um, one day about like, well, how do you prevent that? And how do you even go about like presenting that to um, your spouse if you want it to be in an open marriage? Yes. So, um, I'm just going to start with the definition of an open marriage um, from Google because I had to Google what this is. Um, So open marriage is a form of non-monogamy in which the partners of a dyadatic marriage agree that each may engage in extramarital sexual relationships without this being regarded to them as infidelity and consider or establish an open relationship despite the implied monogamy of marriage. Oh, wow. That's a lot to unpack. That's that's a lot. (laughs) And that's actually the first time I've heard that definition. It's just funny that infidelity is um, in in the the definition, right? In the definition. um, But tonight, what do you think about like an open marriage or like an open relationship um, maybe not as it relates to like us. Cause I think we both err on the side of like, we wouldn't want to bring anybody into the relationship. Um, but you know, how do you feel about that in general? I mean, my first, um, uh, response is going to be, it's a no for me dog. Um, <laughs> of course, <laughs> you know, you people, you know, do what you want, love who you want, however many you want, whatever. But, um, for me personally, it's a no. Um, I feel like it's a common thing. I mean, it's more. I think it's more common. Yeah, than what, it's what more common it than what we think, and you know, people are probably like, "Oh my gosh!" But in all reality, it's you know, um, it's it's what works for you. Yeah, it's it's a real thing, and it's interesting because I was actually looking through some media and some comments and things today, and I just find it interesting how somebody somewhere always finds a way to like tie things back to biblical days Mm -hmm. and somebody was like somebody made a comment along the lines of well you know in the bible there were you know characters in the bible who had multiple wives and dot 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 and it's just like and that's funny, in preparing for this episode, um, I saw some things where they were saying, like, early days, like, it was um, acceptable to have, you know, multiple relationships and many wives. And um, so it's just interesting how things have kind of changed. And there's definitely deeper, deeply rooted reasons why those things have changed, which we don't have to dive into this episode. That's not the purpose of this episode. But yeah, it's I'm definitely not, something yeah. to, like, look on or look at yourself and kind of figure out where you side on that. Yeah, so. where you stand. I, I definitely am not giving any uh biblical sightings or anything or any context uh because I feel like I would need to you know myself do a deep dive into the bible and you know find references and things for that so that's not what this episode is for that's not what I'm gonna do we're just like Mitchell said you know gonna talk about how we personally feel about it and our opinions on it based off of definitions and you know the alleged things that are going on and I mean it's it's not out of this world right. thing. So, Definitely. And I just want to give a disclaimer. We will not um, give our opinion on whether or not we think that this alleged um, open relationship is true or not. Um, that's not for us to do on this platform. Um, so, yeah, you, you won't get that out of us. 
today. Um, but as far as an open relationship for me, um, of course, I think it's, you do what's best for you. Um, mm-hmm. Each relationship is different. Yeah. Each relationship um, has its own different dynamics. Um, I think, if, like I said, I think if it works for you, it works for you. For us, it, it, it doesn't, it wouldn't work for us. Absolutely um, not. <laughs> I have trouble dealing with one wife. Um, wow. <laughs> I, I don't, don't want to have to deal with two or another female. But I mean, no, in all honesty, like um, now in my younger years, when I was dating, would I possibly entertain bringing another female into the relationship for a sexual reason? Very potentially, yes. But you said sexual, though. Right. And but I think I think an open relationship can be and we spoke about this can be just more than just sexual. But for me. As a young teenager, I mean, there's no finances or there's no like mental stability that I feel like I would have needed at that point. So, but that that brings up a good point. Like, open relationships are more than just sexual, right? Yeah. Um. According to the definition, I mean, most people, you know, when you when you think of an open marriage, they probably the first thing their mind goes to is sex. Three. You know? Right. <laughs> but I mean, when you like look at the definition and you, you know, may explore resources that talk about it. I mean, it's more than just sex. There's like emotional, um, things of that nature, but you know, to each its own. Yeah. And that kind of goes into, um, the topic of infidelity, which we really wanted to focus on, um, this episode and just my thought of infidelity. Um, you know, we're all humans. Um, we all have feelings. We all have emotions and it's very possible and I don't think it's out of this world that there may be some point in your life um, to where you think about stepping out on your relationship or, or at some point, maybe not in your current relationship, but at some point you've thought about stepping out, you've thought about cheating, you've thought about doing something that's not that's not honoring of your significant other, whether that's your spouse, your girlfriend or your boyfriend, whatever the case may be. Um, So, you know, I think the biggest thing is understanding that and understanding what you want out of a relationship. Um, Because if you don't know what you want, or more importantly, if you don't know what your, if your spouse doesn't know what you want, then I, I truly feel like you're never going to be truly or fully happy. I don't know how you feel about that tonight, but. Um, about about the the stepping out part because I'm coming from a male perspective and females may not feel that way. Um, I think, or you may not feel that way. I think that there are many reasons that people may decide to step out of their marriage or their relationship. Um. And we kind of talked about them like the sexual, yeah, sexual, emotional, emotional I mean, the, even the, financially. Yeah, um, which is, I had a hard time grasping. Like, I mean, it's the it's the truth, but I actually had a hard time like trying to wrap my mind around like financial infidelity for I mean, some everybody reason. Everybody need a sugar daddy. I mean, I guess. <laughs> you feel but me? It was, I, yeah, I guess. But it was just like when you hear infidelity, you don't, your mind doesn't automatically go to financial. It goes to emotional or physical. Um, the definition of infidelity, cause you know, I gotta be technical. Um, synonyms include cheating, straying, adultery, when married, you know, we talk about, um, adultery in the Bible, of course, but we're not going there. Um, being unfaithful or having an affair. Um, it's a violation of a couple's assumed or stated contract marriage, you know, uh, regarding emotional and or sexual exclusivity, exclusive, whatever, exclusive. I can't pronounce the word whatever today. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I, I got two questions going off that um, term infidelity and kind of talking about the um, the money part of cheating. Um, and this one thing I posed to you. Do you believe that marriage is considered a business nowadays to where in an aspect of you have a man, you have a woman or a man or a man or a woman or a woman, whatever that may be coming together in a marriage. This one being is bringing their finances and everything that they have. This other person is bringing their stuff and they are becoming one. And it is a legal. I mean, essentially, when you sign your marriage certificate, it's a legal binding agreement. Document. If we wanted to get a divorce, we just couldn't say, hey, 
we're getting a divorce. We have to go to court. We have to do all this other stuff. So do you think that America has, we don't have to do a deep dive into this, but do you think America has kind of made marriage less appealing over the time with all of these ramifications that have been put on marriage? Um, well, when you say like marriage is a business, like it's like transactional, like you give something and you get something. Mm -hmm. If you don't get it, you take your business elsewhere. (laughs) (laughs) I, I've heard people say like, oh, I think of a relationship or a marriage as business. Personally, that's not okay. Yes. We're legally binded by Mm -hmm. a document. But um, I just, I don't know. I don't agree with it being a business. I right. think it's, you know, a partnership. Okay. Um, but I... So, so since you don't believe that marriage is a business... I don't. So there's no more what's mine is yours, what's yours is mine. I'm just joking. What? No, that that <laughs> is that is here. That's that part is, of the partnership, huh? That is a partnership. Oh, okay. That's that's. I got you. Okay. Business like that. That's just it's too technical and right. it's a lot of like ins and outs of like a business, as right. you you know, like right. But in order to break up a, a marriage, you have to go through the courts and different things. I think that's what people mean when it's a business and like. Well, yeah. Now you, now you have to like. If you disband a business, you got to go through. Right, you know, but also too like. Now you have to figure out, okay, where's the house going to? If cars are in people's now, like it's just a whole bunch of stuff that gets sticky. That's why divorce is not an option. Well, yeah, that's true. And I'm not talking about for us. I'm just talking about in general. Yeah. So, Um, but I mean, that's just something that I wanted to just ask. And I have one more question for you. Um, Did I answer your first question? No, no, you you did. You did. You did for sure. Um, I actually just forgot my second question (laughs) (laughs) because we got, we got so deep into that question. So never mind. We'll, we'll keep going. Um, So, Tanaya, going into and it'll it'll come back to me and I'll ask it. Um, so if I interrupt you, it's because your question. I'm trying to get back to that question because yes, it was you. a good one. Okay. Um, dealing with infidelity or knowing about infidelity. Last week we came in and we talked about love languages, and of course that's one way to um, try to keep your significant other from stepping out or you know having infidelity within your relationship is there anything else that you can think of that that you would say is is good um like tribal knowledge to know and to to kind of have when dealing with a spouse or someone in a relationship i'm really upset i forgot about that question with all my infidelity you loved me so incredibly inside i'd fall apart okay i'm sorry trey songs you know (laughs) um to like I think it's very important before you get into a relationship marriage like I think it's very important for you to know yourself first and foremost before you try to intertwine with someone else um and I think if you don't know yourself and you don't take time to get to know yourself, what you like, what you don't like, what makes you tick, what makes you happy, what makes you sad, what what is a pet peeve, what pisses you off. I think if you if you don't take take the time to get to know yourself fully and what you want, what you can give, I think that can foster a place for infidelity and you know stepping as, out as far as you stepping out for not knowing yourself or your spouse stepping out i think it can go either way hmm. i mean honestly i think like i think about it i'm with you mm-hmm. and i'm struggling with myself i mean honestly it probably would prompt me to try to f- find another way or someone to fulfill what I'm missing or Mm -hmm. what I haven't discovered about myself. Um, So I think you have to tread very carefully. That's why, you know, you see like people that jump in and out of relationships and stuff and like nobody ever really takes time to like, okay, let me take a step back and actually figure out what I want and what I don't want, what I can handle, what I can't handle, what makes me happy, like at the core 
you know, before jumping into a relationship. But I, I mean, I think I still, like I said before, I think it can go either way. It's probably going to be more likely for the person who's struggling than it is for the mm-hmm. other. But also, too, like me well, not say, knowing, down for me. me not knowing myself, mm-hmm. and you, you probably are like, okay, what's going on with her? Like mm-hmm. she's not communicating, mm-hmm. she's not happy, she's not talking, you know. So basically, that the person that is with the person that's not confident in, her, in themselves and doesn't know themselves can sense what's going on. And can sense the unhappiness and then may result to stepping out or looking elsewhere. Yeah. I think, I think, like I said, that's why I said, I think, I think it can swing either way. Mm -hmm. Like I could step out or you could step out depending on, you know, the perspective and how you're looking at it or how I'm looking at it. I can't say, oh, one person. I think it can go either way. Of course. Um, It's just sticky. That, it, all that, it, all that it is, is sticky. like real it's, it's sticky, very sticky. And real. You got it. It's real. Like it's sticky. All of that infidelity and deciding to step out. Like it's a choice, of course. But <sighs> ooh, I just. But I also too think that you know. I think there are like other external factors that can play a role in, you know, infidelity and cheating and open Mm. marriages. I mean, talk about it. I'm listening. I mean, this is alleged and I'm sure anybody can probably sit here and think of, you know, somebody or whatever the case is that may be taking part in this, but it's like, um, like there are just like external influences, like social media, like people that look up to other people, like mm-hmm. you just got to be careful. And then there's also that the thing of like sharing too much mm-hmm. of what goes on in your private life. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play back on that social media part here in, part in a second. Hopefully I don't forget. Um, like when you let people into your private life too much Mm -hmm. um i think that kind of fosters like you know opinions and insecurities and things that come up i think you really it's it's all sticky and murky water if you're not careful not only that though i think when you allow people into your relationship now you have instead of you being able to determine what's right and what's wrong right so if if we're having problems, right, mm-hmm. and we're dealing with this just between me and you, right, there's right. two opinions, right? Yeah. But if I go and grab my homie, you go and grab your homegirl, now my homie in my ear is saying, nah, dog, she did you wrong, she did you wrong, blah, 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 or no, you did right, and vice versa, like, your girl is telling you, your homegirl is telling you, no, like, he did you wrong and you did right. So now we got all these outside sources telling us what's going on. And we all know there's two, two truths, two, three parts to each to every story, right? Yeah. So naturally, you telling your side of the story, I'm telling my side of the story. And now they're feeding us based on what they hear and what, what they, they understand. Hear, right. And we have yet to tell them the full story. Right. So we're only I giving think bits and pieces. Right. We're only giving bits and pieces. And even if we're unintentionally doing it, you're doing it because you may not just remember everything that happened. So I think yeah. when you involve other people, then you're getting multiple opinions and half of them don't know what's going on. No. But they're just trying to be there for you. Yeah. So I think when you involve other people, yes, that is that can lead to, oh, well, you don't need to be with him anyway. Yeah. And then you start thinking, well, why do I need to be with him? Yep. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, the door is and, open and, and then, right and then now, there. Right. Now you yeah. have opened up the door to. Pandora's box. <laughs> to, to quote unquote explore. Yeah. And that's where I wanted to go with like social media of like, it's so open. And we see social media today as you can see anything you want to. Yeah. You can see, you know, it's just so much out there. It's easy to to comment somebody, to message someone from all, all over across the world. And um, one thing that I wanted to pinpoint um, of accepting your spouse for who they are, 
That's mm-hmm. a way to keep from um, having infidelity. And I mean, let's just all face it. There's millions and billions of people in this world. Beautiful people. Beautiful y- people. Wow. You're going to keep singing songs. <laughs> um, let's just let's just be straight up honest. You may run across somebody someday that in the back of the mind, you may think, oh, wow, like she's really pretty. Oh, oh wow. He's really handsome or he's really cute or something. Yeah. And again, being 100, you may think for a second that they look better than your spouse. Right? Yeah, that sounds so it, bad. It sounds Ooh. bad, but we're all humans. Yeah, we are. I mean, that's just that's just the human nature. Is it right? No. Should you right. be lusting over people? No. no. But do people do it? Yeah. Yes, 100%. But I think if you are confident in yourself and confident with your spouse, then you'll be, then you're okay. You shouldn't, you should be, oh, like, okay, well, she's really pretty, but... I got my queen by my side. You know what I'm saying? Like, or he's really handsome, but I got my king by my side. What I need her for or what I need right. him for. So yeah. I think that's a big one too. And just going back to the whole social media of how like social media has glorified this look that women are supposed to have or this look that men are supposed to have that most people don't have. If you're constantly looking at social media, then you're never going to be happy with your spouse unless you're dating this Instagram, Twitter, perfect person that doesn't perfect exist. Perfect person that, well, they do exist because they're on, they're on social media, but they exist, right? So you get what I'm saying. So I, yeah. I, I think going back to social media, like that's very, very um, sticky, and you should definitely keep social media and other people out of your marriage, out of your relationship, because that can definitely lead to, and and that includes your parents. <laughs> yeah, I think it's nothing wrong with like. Okay, so there have been times where, you know, I have talked to, you know, friends. I don't do it. I used to do it when Mitchell and I were dating. I don't do it now because I I go to the source, which is Mitchell. Um, But I also know that if you do decide to get a second opinion, I find that, I may shake the table with this one, but try to talk to someone who also is in a relationship. Right. Or you someone, know? someone that's, for me, is someone that's married that is unbiased. Yeah. Or so, in a relationship that's right. unbiased. No, right. Someone like that's, someone that's in trust. a relationship yeah. that's unbiased that you can trust that's going to give it to you straight. Yeah. Tell you when you're messing up. Like, for me, like, I would never go, and I love my parents to death, I would never go to my parents about a problem mm-hmm. because to them, if something happens and I say, oh, tonight I did this, tonight I did that, I don't ever want them to look at you and be like... Right, put no a bad matter, taste in your mouth. Right, no matter what you do, they're always going to say, well, back on July 7th, 2020, mm-hmm. Mitchell called me and tonight I did this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. And so I'd much rather keep parents and family out of it and like you said find a trusted source to where i can say hey look we're really going through something i need you to help me whether that's a therapist whether that's like i said it's a good friend that you really trust that maybe knows both of you all and knows your relationship or maybe you i mean i don't know just find somebody a pastor somebody that's gonna give it to you real and just say when you're wrong no you were 100 percent wrong and you need to go back and apologize or yes you're right but you need to let that person know what's going on. Right. So, um, I agree hundred <laughs> percent with that. Yeah. What else you got as far as ways to keep infidelity? Um, I mean the top thing for me and we always talk about it is communication. I think, um, communication is key in a relationship, in a marriage. Like if you're not communicating, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> um, And I think also with communication, like, that means, like, you know, communicating your fears um, and things that, you know, may scare you about your marriage or or something. So I'll give the example. Um, I'm going to be super transparent for a second, but this is while we're on this topic. So I had a fear. I think it was probably 
late last year that I communicated to Mitchell um, about our um, intimacy physically. Um, Just me personally just struggling with, you know, wanting to be intimate, you know, not withholding, you know, sex. Um, And I... I had to take a, you know, a moment and I had to tell him like, look, this isn't perfect. I'm not perfect. And I know you have needs and you have wants, but I need you to know that I am fearful that if I don't get myself together, that you are going to step out on me or it'll just never get right. And we'll just end up, you know, going our separate ways. That was was my answer. Hmm? What did I say to that? I um, I don't know. So if I'm saying that to you now, what is your answer? Wow, just put me on the spot. Um, you know, I, I, obviously, I would say, you know, let's let's work on it. Let's find the root of the problem. No, I'm not going to step out on you, um, in our relationship because I I value the relationship. And one thing that I was going to point out of ways to keep from stepping out is to understanding that you marry this person to be exclusive. And you marry this person knowing that they're not perfect. Right. And you marry this person knowing that you're not perfect. So just as much as your spouse is going to mess up and do things that you don't like on the other end, that's going to happen with you. So for me, that's my biggest thing is is just knowing that, yes, things are going to happen. And I probably told you at the time, you know, there's nobody else I want to be with, which is 100% true. Yeah, I think and you said something along those lines. Why would I want to start over over something that can't be fixed? Yeah, because it is. Or didn't something mean, that can't be worked on. Right, yeah. And I and I think that was basically kind of what you said, um, which gave me a lot of reassurance and, you know, like, okay, girl, like, this is a temporary thing. We're going to get it together, um, which we have. Um, hey. so <laughs> So, I mean, I, I, that's the example, you know, for me, the most important thing, you know, I think to keep from going there, you know, infidelity and open marriages is just communication. Right. Um, it's crucial. Yeah. Um, and you kind of led into something I was going to talk about. Um, and that's understanding how to express when you're unhappy. And for you, mm-hmm. expressing that wasn't necessary that you were unhappy. I was, yeah, I was happy. I was just, right, right. You just knew that I could have potentially been unhappy. Yeah. Um, I felt that you were unhappy. Right. So being able to express, like, hey, like this isn't working out. You don't want it to be a snowball effect. You don't want to come in one day and like, you know, your husband or your wife doesn't have sex with you, right? Mm-hmm. And they do it for a week. And then now you're fuming when you should have addressed it the first day. And then Monday comes around and you come home and the dishes are not washed. Yeah. Snowball. You're not even mad at the fact that the dishes not washed, but that's the first thing that you see. Mm-hmm. And you mad from last week that you ain't had sex in a week. So now you complaining about the dishes. Right. And your wife is looking like, what did I do? Dude, like I'll never wash the dishes until yeah. later that night or something like mm-hmm. it's routine. And then, so she's confused. And then the next day you come in and like, I don't know, something else happens. And it's just little things that just kind of pile up up Mm -hmm. into the fact that you finally say, well, I'm not happy because we haven't sex. We're not having sex. Yeah. And you could have. And the the crazy thing is, is like in between the time where you didn't have sex to the time that you blew up, you could have had you could have or you could have possibly had sex another time but you still caught up on the dishes not being washed, the bed not being made, mm-hmm. leading all the way back up to y'all not having sex for that one week. Right. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. now so now you've already done had sex. You're, you're sexually satisfied in that reason what you were mad originally, but you've totally lost sight of why you were mad in the first place. Right. So now you have this big snowball, and you don't even know why you're mad. Yeah. So it's definitely about addressing – this is going back to the root and the fruit. Wow. Yeah. Originally, I was about to say you're, that. <laughs> you're, you're, you're addressing that, that problem at the beginning yeah. and letting them know why you're not happy. And that right. saves a lot of pain. It saves a lot of headache. It saves a lot of sleepless nights. It saves a lot of times of like, am I feeling wanted? And this can be something it can, it only have to be about sex. It can be about washing the dishes or anything, mm-hmm. you know? So just make sure that you're addressing 
things when they happen and not letting things fester because as things fester, as we know, like I said, things just tend to pile on and then you just completely lose sight of what's going on. Yeah, and that was something that I was actually like scared that was going to happen was that it was going to fester and that it was I was never going to bring it up. Honestly, I didn't know if I was going to bring it up because I was like, I'm scared as to, you know. And it's crazy because it's and this goes back to knowing yourself and at this point knowing your spouse like I um I was nervous about expressing this because I didn't know what I didn't know what Mitchell was going to say or what his response was going to be but I knew that if I didn't communicate this fear of mine that it was only going to get worse not not necessarily for him well I mean he's suffering because he's not you know (laughs) but it would it would it would ultimately it would get worse for me like you know the more I hold on to this fear you know it's gonna seep into other things and then you know now I'm all jacked up over the dishes or I'm jacked up over something else Mm -hmm. because I didn't take the time to communicate you know where the root of my fear or my frustration or, you know, because it, it wasn't just a fear. I mean, I was frustrated with myself too. Like, right. girl, get a grip, get it together. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't. And, you mm-hmm. know, so it's all just, you know, communicating and, you know, being intentional about, you know, your marriage and your relationship and, you know, wanting things to work. So you don't have to worry about somebody stepping out or, mm-hmm. you know, you know, and I think, too, um, on that same tip, you know, I think for me, too, like, at the beginning of our marriage, like, I was so, I don't know why, because we didn't even really talk about it in premarital counseling about, like, sex and why it was such a big thing for me. Like, for whatever reason, like, going into it, I was like, okay, yeah, sex is a big part of marriage like it is the cornucopia of marriage like spell that i can't spell it corn don't yeah yep. can't spell Mm-mm. it um for me it was just like sex oh my god and like big like it was like invisible letters are like on top of your head like they were just floating around and i was just like oh my gosh wow that's how you viewed me as sex i i mean sex. i'm <laughs> You're a, six. <laughs> it's not how I viewed you. It was just like, mm-hmm. is this what our marriage is going to be? But marriage is so much more than like sex and it is sexual attraction. I mean, that's great if you have it. Right. But I think it's more, it's emotional, it's mental, it's spiritual, it's all these other things. Right. And which is going in back to why people step out is more than just sexual. Yeah. So that leads me to my next question. Perfect segue. Are you remembering your question from earlier? I, d- I wrote it down this time. The same question from earlier? No, it's not the same question from earlier. Wow. That okay. question is gone with the wind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to remember that question. We'll be laying in bed tonight and I'm like, yeah, that question that I want to ask you. Because I do want to know what you think. Um, so talking about all the reasons why people step out. As a woman, why do you feel like women step out of their relationship? Um, in my opinion, mm-hmm. this is your opinion. This not, is my you're not opinion. Speaking for the masses, okay. I'm women. not speaking for this. This is not tonight. Speaking for all women, I'm not. This is for me. Um, I think there's a a piece of like emotional. There might be something missing emotionally. Hmm. Um. For example, I'm a very emotional person. I'm anybody that knows me. I'm a sap with a capital S. So, you know, there could be, I could step out on our on our marriage if I feel like we're not connecting emotionally. Like if I'm giving emotion and I'm giving you like this intimate intimacy, not sexual intimacy, but like emotional in- intimacy, mm-hmm. like just trying to like spend time with you and just talk yep. to you and, you know. And I feel like I'm not getting that from you. I'm like, okay, well, if I can't get this piece, this small piece from my husband, 
Can I get it from somebody else that is going to give me that attention that I want, that attention that I'm craving, that I'm not getting from someone else? I think that's probably a top reason mm-hmm. uh, is emotional infidelity, like mm-hmm. what you're not getting from someone you you might can get it from someone from else. Someone else. Gotcha. Um, I just want to say you're the goat because I just remember my question and I'm going to ask it here in a second. I wrote it see down. See y'all. Need to be. Okay. <laughs> um, but I think that that's a top reason. I mean, there definitely are women who they probably step out sexually because they're not sexually satisfied, you know, with what their partner is giving them. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Um, that's just that's heavy within itself. Um, All of this is heavy, dense. Yeah. I definitely. <laughs> When it comes to men, I think a lot of people think, oh, they just step out because they just want to have sex. That's what I think. <laughs> all men are horn dogs, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think it's more of an emotional thing. Really? I do. That's so weird, because, though. Because I think that, and this is just me, what my thought is, so don't slander me for this, anybody, but I think that women expect that, so they feel that they have to... Expect emotion no expect men to want sex so much that they that they feel the pressure to have to live up to that that they that some women may slack off in other areas as far as emotionally so here you are sexually active with your husband and they're just like okay but i need this this and this i need something emotionally so that's my thought, which leads me into my next question of the question that I was going to ask you originally. Oh, the question, the, the common phrase, work husband, work wife. Oh, God. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> that's With, a thing. Right. It is a thing. It's it is a thing. a thing. It's a thing. Right. And most of the time, work husband, work wife has no sexual implication. No. Right. It's just somebody that you are at work with. I guess you may flirt with them. I don't know. I don't know either. I ain't never had Do, one. Would you consider that infidelity? <sighs> That's a tough question. Um, One could say yes. Mm-hmm. Well, what did um, you say? I think it depends on how deep and how far it goes. Right. So, so what's um, too deep? You know... When you when you get to know somebody and you become comfortable around them and you get vulnerable, I think that's when like things tend to slip. No pun intended. When things tend to like slip and you know you conversations start. Mm-hmm. So like if I had a a work husband, you know, getting to know this person on a professional level, but I think it opens the door for it. It 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 opens the door now. Whether I choose to step through that door right. is solely on me mm-hmm. like that person and and i'm in a, a, a marriage at home with you right that's on me if i decide to open that door mm-hmm. to lead into that and i think but i also think too it can also be on that work husband too because if they can oh this is just wow Vulnerable vulnerability however mm-hmm. you say the word i can't talk today yep. y'all being so vulnerable. excuse me mm-hmm. being vulnerable with somebody People take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. And if my quote unquote work husband sees that I'm like being vulnerable or I decide to come to work one day and I'm frustrated and I'm pissed or I'm mm-hmm. I'm sad and I'm moping and they can sense that there are some people that take advantage of that. And I'm like, oh, I'm about to swoop in and, mm-hmm. you know, not necessarily to like. Um. I want to say it's intentional because it probably it's like it's intentional, but it's unintentional. It's kind of like, well, she's vulnerable or he's vulnerable. So I'm just going to like try to offer up, you know, some emotional availability or mm-hmm. physical. I don't know. Um, and then before you know it, like you may have opened that door and he might have just he or she might have just pulled you through the door. And mm-hmm. before you know it, you looking like, oh, snap, what? what is happening? What, what just happened? Mm-hmm. Cause now you're like, you're there, right. you know? So I think, you know, I've never had one. Don't mm-hmm. want one. Obviously I'm not working right now. Except but for me at Nike, but yeah, you were my <laughs> husband at Nike. 
Uh, <laughs> I I just don't. Yeah. It's just it's so many. Ooh, it's 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 a consequence for everything. For whether sure. whether it's you intentionally do it or it's an accident or you not paying attention or it's everything has a consequence and I feel like you just have to be real. You got it. Like some people can have work husbands and wives and be successful at it and it's it's never open the door to infidelity or whatever. But mm-hmm. if you don't... Mm. So let me ask you this. You said it's never opened up the door to infidelity, right? So, Some people have, yeah. So so what I think of when I think of infidelity with a work husband or a work wife is you are getting something from that person. That you're not getting at home. That you're not getting at home, but you're longing for it at home. You're wanting it. Oh, so even if that is... Oh, that's good. Even if that is... You're just wanting. You're so logical to have. Thank you. This deep, intimate conversation about whatever, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. If your wife isn't giving that at home, mm-hmm. or your husband, yeah, and you step out and you go to that person at work that's your good friend, and you, and you, um, if you go to that person and you get that from them, and you now feel satisfied. And you go back to your spouse and you no longer want that, you've committed infidelity, in my opinion. Ooh. How how I didn't I didn't think about that. It, to, to me, to me is that is that is exactly what it is. That's that's real. I, I didn't think about it that way. Because it's like, well, if if my spouse can't give it to me or my boyfriend or girlfriend can't give it to me, somebody else then will. I'm gonna go get it from this person and it could be something as simple as going because it can be something as simple as like discussing the latest movies that have came out or you know what i'm saying or just something, yeah, something real, and, but, because yeah. it starts off something small mm-hmm. and then now you have like you said it, it, it just kind of snowballs it and then it turns into something small and now you have this thing in common and the next thing you know hell you going after work to go see the next movie yeah <laughs> you know so that's real i didn't that's, even yeah that's, that's that's what i think of when i think of and i just thought about it like you know because because that is a term like oh you're my work wife you're, like there's people at my job that say it, and i know they're just joking because they're like sharing office and they're always together but like do you have those thoughts when you like does your mind go there at work when you hear people use that term like do you do you say like it's, it's only been said once but i i know that's not the case are these people married at home one of them is Okay. Yeah, but I, I I don't think that's the case just because I know, I think I know the dynamics. But when I hear it, I think of like, okay, people use that term so loosely. They but do. It's a very loose term. What is it? Right. And what does it mean? And are you doing your spouse at home a disservice if you have one? That's why I don't have one. It's too much. It's too much work to go. Mm, too much. I, I, I am a... One woman, man. Is that what it is? You're one man, one, woman, one man. man, woman, whatever the thing is. I only have eyes for you. I. It's too much work. Cause then that, then you got to lie. Then you got to, and the way my, uh, conscience is set up. Yeah, absolutely conscious. not. Okay. Sure. There is no way I would have to confess. <laughs> Sorry. I got, you are segueing into all these questions. Are you looking at my notes? I am. We uh, share we share podcast gotcha. notes, y'all. <laughs> so that's like what in the world? Um, so that leads into my last question about confessing. Who? That's these are my confessions. If you do just when I thought I said all out. I could say. <laughs> are you in confessing? your marriage? Are you confessing? And how are you confessing? Because there is a term. That says there's some things that you take to the grave. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Mm. If I were to ever step out on you, I would have to. I I would have to confess even if I didn't want to because my conscience wouldn't allow me to be in this marriage with you with that seat with that type of secret like there i know me and i know the way that my conscience is set up and the way that jesus set my conscience up there is no way that i could live with you and be your wife and not tell you if i stepped out on you there's Mm. no way it would eat me alive every day and then at that point (laughs) 
I mean, if it, my mom always say, "What's done in the dark will come to the light." Come to the light. And I just, I, I would have to tell you, I don't, and I don't. There's no like pretty way to tell somebody, "Oh, I stepped out on you." There's, there's no way. Right. So, do you? Are you sitting somebody in front of? A, are you sitting me in front of a counselor? Like, what you doing? Are you just, you just walking to the house and one day be like, "Yo, look, <laughs> I stepped out." I probably would have to pray about it first. Right, of course. Um, for the delivery, you know, and I mean, for you to receive it. But it's so many implications with that. Implications with that. Because now I'm like. It's a very like, broad question. Is he going to, is he going to leave me? And like, that's the thing that you have to think about is. Yeah. When, when you deliver that terrifying news, it's like, what happens next? Because of course there's ramifications that come after you let them know what happened. Yeah. But I mean, if I, I have to, you know, tell you and I have to repent and ask for forgiveness. Like, there's no way that right. I would be able to operate. It'll be hard. I'm probably just gonna run away. <laughs> really, run away? I'm just gonna run away. It'll be hard to tell you. No, nah, of course. You, I, I think I think it's best to tell them would you tell me if you stepped out yes it would be hard but you would have to it's gonna like you said it's gonna eventually come out okay so i would much rather tell you than you find out okay because then if you find out then it's i don't know it's just like you said it's it's, it's, it's worse i think right it's a lot worse that's just like when you don't did something at home back when you were younger and you should have told your mama three days ago and then she found out you did it and then that Buddy. whooping hurt 10 times than if you could have just told her. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I I don't know. I don't think there's no right way to say that you cheated. In a, yeah. Especially, I mean, it's wrong regardless, but especially in a marriage that you vowed for in front of God, you know, that you would, yeah, it just gets, like you said at the beginning, it just gets real sticky. Yeah. Um, the I, best way to avoid that is not to step out. Yeah. Be happy with your spouse. And I think, too, if you have that inkling or that thought, I think you should communicate it. And, you know, say, hey, babe, mm. I just want you. And that's probably the hardest thing on top. Do you think uh, it's harder to say that? And what you're saying is, hey, babe, I'm thinking about stepping out. Do you think it's harder to say, hey, babe, I'm thinking about stepping out or, hey, babe, I cheated? I think it's harder. To, now that you say that, I, I probably think it would be harder to say. I th- I'm thinking about it. I think that's like. I think it's hard to say I cheated. I don't. So ew, that. I, because if I if I'm telling you that I'm thinking about stepping out, I feel like there's we can we can we, we can work through that. Not saying that you can't work through someone stepping out and cheating, but it's a lot harder. Yeah, because the trust is broken. The trust is broken. The trust is still going to be broken if you say, hey, I'm thinking about stepping out and cheating. Really? But, but then again, you're coming back. This ties back into you're letting your spouse know what's going on. Yeah. That's right? why I said, like, I, communication. Right. So, like. But before you, but I think before you, sorry not to cut you off, but before you get to that point of, hey, babe, I'm thinking about cheating, you also have to let them know from the beginning that you're not happy. You just can't come in the house one day and say, hey, babe, I'm thinking about, about cheating. cheating. Yeah. Because then at that point, it's just like, well, where did this come from? Right. Why didn't you tell me? Right. But if you're saying, hey, babe, I'm not happy with this. A week goes by. Hey, babe, I'm not happy with this. Mm-hmm. I'm not happy with this. And a month goes by. And nothing and, changes. And nothing changes. And then you walk in the house and say, all right, I told you this. And. I cheated. Or not, I cheated, but I'm thinking about cheating. Or I had a dream that I stepped out in a marriage and now it got me thinking, should I do it? Then I feel like your spouse can't be that upset with you because they failed to do something. Yeah, that is true. So that's that's how I feel. I don't know if you still err on the side of. <laughs> I'm like I'm on the fence. They're both not. They're both great. not easy conversations. Yeah, they're both very very hard conversations to have. But I mean, who? They're both heavy, and I just. I, yeah, you it's, don't. Mm-hmm. It's not a good feeling. Just avoid it at all costs. Yeah, like nobody like, wants. Yeah, like we came in last week and said, "Keep the love." Was that last week? Yeah, yeah, love tank. Yeah, that was 
No, it wasn't. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Keep the love tanks full. Yeah, just ask. Like we spoke about today, communicate. Yes. Don't let it get to the point. Don't let it fester. Don't let no. it roll over. Um, yeah. Have those deep conver- those Have conversations. The, yeah, those deep conversations. Those are necessary. And just love on each other. Yeah. I agree because. Take time away from each other too. <laughs> but still love on each other. You need time away from me? Huh? You need time away from me? Yeah. So, God. You have time <laughs> away from me every day. Like you're gone for nine plus hours. Uh, yeah, that's at work though. It's still time apart. Yeah. I need me time. We all need me time. It's important. It is. It is. all In all seriousness, though, self-care and me time is very important. It is. Um, I agree. Yeah. Anything else you got today that you want to bring to the peoples? Um, Just communicate and just remember, just communicate. I just, God, just communicate. It's not it's not an easy thing to do, but if it can save a relationship or a marriage, then it's not it may not be easy. You know, nothing in life is easy. Marriages, they're not always easy. And but I just have to stress communication and just watch who you talk to and Mm -hmm. labels like this. Just be careful because. Oh, I'm just it's making me sweat just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a deep top conversation. It's definitely real. It happens all the time. Um, so that that was really the main reason that we wanted to come in here today and present this topic to everyone, because it, it, it is something that people think about. That people probably don't want to talk about or are afraid to talk about. It's um, not an easy conversation. It's, yeah, it's definitely not an easy conversation. And it's a conversation that I don't never want to have in real life, <laughs> like not. an actual situation. Um, cause like we just sat here and just kind of muddle over potentials and it just, like tonight said, it's just not uncomfortable just thinking about it. So, um, but yeah, guys, um, just make sure we just continue to stay safe out there. Um, numbers are going up for COVID. <laughs> Wear your mask. Shout out to all y'all that was out and about last weekend. <laughs> yeah. Even though y'all celebrate, I'm not even going to go there. Y'all celebrated Juneteenth, but was out there for 4th of July. Y'all do y'all thing though. Um, but no, in all seriousness, I'll be safe. Um, just rest in peace to everyone that's lost their lives to anything that's going on. Yes. Um, police and police brutality, racial injustice. Um, prayers go out to everyone's family. Yes. Um, make sure you guys are following us on our Instagram page, The Target Halftime. Make sure you vote. Yes. Make sure you vote November 4th. Or I think it's November 4th this year, first Thursday or whatever in November. Yeah. Whenever that is. Uh, make sure you vote. Uh, make sure you're paying attention to what's going on. Um, yeah, like Mitchell said, uh, segue, uh, follow us on Instagram if you're not. Facebook. Facebook. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Yep. The Hargett Halftime. Mm-hmm. Um, we would love to hear feedback. Yeah. Or if you just have like a question or you know experience or something and to be honest if you hate the podcast let us know you hate the yeah, podcast please, please. It's not, trust me it's not gonna hurt our feelings it's either not. way if anything it's gonna um, make us work even harder make us work you even know harder to continue to deliver good content and continue to be transparent with everyone so if there's anything you like anything you don't like please let us know any suggestions um, any topics all yeah, of it all like of it. oh we also have an email the hard half time yep. at gmail.com mm-hmm. send us an email you yep. know we we welcome all feedback, mm-hmm. you know, constructive and just, you know, positive. I mean, I've been getting a lot of positive feedback from like friends and stuff like that. So, but we know, know we're not perfect, so we want to know where we can improve. So, right, definitely. So, mm-hmm. yeah, all feedback is welcome. Yep, yep, yep. With the capital so, A. Um, hope you guys enjoyed the episode, and we'll be back next week. Yep, with another episode. All right. Hope you guys have a good one. Peace. Peace. The purpose of the Hargett Halftime is to share real-life experiences and to provide insight on how to navigate through those life experiences, whether you are single, in a relationship, engaged, or married. At the end of each episode, it is our hope that whoever is listening to the podcast will be blessed by the content shared.